Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Adina Chats. It's Adina P. Happy Valentine's Day. I know I miss you guys for a couple of weeks. I'm so sorry. I was still under the weather. I'm still not all the way back 100%, but I am here. At this point, I'm convinced that my little cold is, you know, some emotional baggage that I've been getting rid of. So soon it will pass. And how you lovers doing out there today? I hope you're all happy. I am single, so I definitely had a nice, sweet self-love day, and I didn't harp on any negativity or anything like that. I played my R&B. You know, I'm, I'm good. I had a great meal. I had a really good cookie. Like, so many fun things to do. And as you all know, it's February 14th. I am in the city so you may hear my neighbors who are latino playing their music you know they they're partying for love you know that that's that's what that's what they do so you gotta you know give them props for that so you may hear that you may hear cars or motorcycles so i hope you don't mind too much so this episode is episode 56 and it's therapy toolkit valentine's day edition therapy toolkit valentine's day edition episode 56 this is season five so i want to start off with my therapy toolkit uh yeah my therapy toolkit i definitely had a couple of episodes that involved this therapy toolkit by lynn martinson you can find this toolkit probably in your bookstores and probably on amazon it's therapy toolkit 60 cards for self-exploration it's really good really fun i haven't opened it in a while but tonight i wanted to open it to do this episode so i have three cards in front of me that i feel would be a great conversation to have for valentine's day something for you to think about something for you to process something for you to dive deep into like how I like my audience to do I like you to dive deep within yourself to figure out who you are and what you like and what you stand for right so the first uh, category is relationships of course Uh, this card is called romantic relationships the next category is in um, is feelings and the title is love the other category is childhood and the title of this card is self-worth so I'm gonna start with self-worth and this is in the childhood category i'm going to read it off to you and just give you my opinions my thoughts my experiences and i hope that you guys are able to think about your own so the card says we are all born equally vulnerable and worthy of love so why do we each feel so differently about our own self-reflection oh you know what's funny i read self-reflection but it says our own self-worth there's magical things happening tonight. But anyway, yeah, again, I'll, re- I'll read the question again. We are all born equally vulnerable and worthy of love. So why do we each feel so differently about our own self-worth? Um, I can answer that question for me, of course. I can only answer it for me. Why do we feel so differently about our self-worth? It's definitely because of the way we were raised. That's why this card is in the childhood category if your mom did not show herself or, or 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 talk nicely to herself or treat herself good or navigated healthy relationships in your face you will definitely pick up on those things you suck up those things in childhood like a sponge 
So that's one reason for me. Um, it also says in childhood, we experience a constant flow of expectations and how we receive validation and affection. Mothers and fathers may feel that they love their child unconditionally, but this is not always what they express. And the actual felt experience for a child is that of needing to behave or act in a certain in certain ways to receive the love and positive attention they crave and avoid the negative attention they fear. Reflecting on your childhood and the way you received or didn't receive love, affection, and punishment, what expectations did you absorb that shaped how you engage in relationships today? Um, so so my mom was always working and my dad was a deadbeat basically and I don't want to like like there's I'm just being blunt about it so um my dad didn't live in in the home for too long he got kicked out because of his abusive behavior as he should right uh emotionally physically uh spiritually <laughs> verbally all those all those abuse abuses abuses so Um, My mom was working all the time. She was uh, abused by her mom. So she, I feel like she didn't like show, she showed love, but not in the low, oh, give me hugs and kisses kind of way. And I've definitely absorbed that. Um, I show love through talking and being there for people and giving to people. That's how I show love. I know some people may see that as cold, but I'm still very open to the hugs and kisses and and cuddling. I just have to get used to it. I have to be in a good headspace to want to to do that also. Um, And that's something that I'm working on every single day because it's not it's not always a good thing. It's not always. um, It's I don't see it as a good thing that I can't give hugs and kisses freely even when in my mind I really want to but I'm just like apprehensive about it you know so that answers that question for me and what expectations did I absorb and then like with my father yeah he he definitely gave hugs when he was able to see me and my siblings but the the verbal abuse that we got from him was like out of control and it was like for no reason i'm like what like why are you screaming so much you you barely know us like what are you screaming at and we're good kids so what exactly are you screaming at you should be screaming at yourself so uh these days i can't i can't tolerate i can't tolerate any type of screaming and i'm working on that i know that sometimes when people are loud or they're raising their voices it doesn't necessarily mean that they are trying to be violent, but that's not how I see it. On one hand, I feel like there's it's not necessary 90% of the time to scream at the top of your lungs at somebody that you say you love and berate them. Well, let me say, let me leave out the berating part. Scream at them. And then the other half is like, no, let um, some people that's just how they express themselves I'm more leaning to like that's just unnecessary if a person tells you that they they fear that or they don't like that and they don't receive love in that way it makes them clam up like a shell it's traumatizing to them it's triggering to them then I think that you should stop um, it's not about changing your personality and if you cannot stop then I don't I feel like you need to separate yourself from that person because if that is such a big part of who you are then is that person that you say you love supposed to suffer because of it that's totally not fair 
that's really not fair the other question is and what longings and fears do you carry around expressing your true self and true needs what longings and fears so i definitely long i think we all long for people to really understand us i long for somebody to let me be emotional because i'm not always emotion an emotional person and and don't judge me for it i want people to support me but also tell me firmly what i what i the healthy thing that i need to do the healthy decisions that i need to make for myself i want somebody to see the special things in me that i see in myself that's really what i want that is the longing that i have the fear the fear i carry around is is being mislabeled is being labeled as a person that i am not so my uh, last relationship was was full of that i've been called all types of things that i've never heard in my life before so now it's like a a fear that i have to be called those things again so things like uh, I, I, just very berating names things that um people in this world will stereotype um a woman to be especially feminine woman um manipulative gold digger um not a good person it just cold all, all these things that that I am not so I have that fear of people and that what it it the reason why I hold on to it so strongly is because I've never heard anybody ever say that to me. So it's very shocking. And hopefully um, those labels will, will, will leave my mind because I know who I am. And anybody that knows me and loves me and is very close to me also do not identify me with those words or having any of those traits. So it's very... Um, it's just disheartening. That's that's one of my my fears, and I'm so working on that every single day. Um, and my true self and my true needs. I am. Hmm. I really do try to be my 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 true self. I'm I'm trying every day. I want to show up as the person that I really am. I'm really working on that. True needs. Ooh, that is something that, hmm. True needs. My true needs are, I really, I really feel like I hold it inside. And my true needs, um, hmm. I keep saying um and hmm because I'm getting emotional. <laughs> These therapy toolkit cards are on point. But anyway, my true needs, I definitely hold it close to me. And I want to fulfill those needs for myself first. Even though we are human beings and we still need things from other human beings. That is the hard part of life, right? So... That's how I feel about self-worth on this Valentine's Day. So I'm going to move on to the next card, which is love. 
and this is in the category of feelings this card is love so it says the absence of presence of love from the day we are born shapes how we feel about ourselves and how we relate to others until early adulthood we rely on our mother and father's love and compassion to ideally help us from a healthy i'm sorry form a healthy and balanced sense of self Disruptions to our care are manageable if the love and care received is good enough. But if disruptions are too severe, love can become conflated with abuse. An unhealthy pattern is then set and rather than safe love, abandonment or abuse is unwittingly sought, especially in romantic relationships. How do you think your story arc of love from birth has shaped who you are and your capacity to love and feel loved? Um... Take a moment to sit quietly with the word love. Sense what it brings up for you, feelings, and physical sensations. How do you think your story arc of love from birth has shaped who you are and your capacity to love and feel loved? So um, I did mention, to answer that question, a lot of what I just said about the self-worth card, I, I feel like it can answer this question. My story arc of love from birth has shaped who I am. So... I'm I'm an emotional person that keeps a lot of things inside. I let it go through writing. I would say dancing, uh, laughing, um, talking to people that I that I love, my family, right? So, and it was just now until recently that I feel like. The, the mention of love can be completed with abuse that I've um, experienced something like that in my in my last relationship so the arc I feel like the arc is I feel like what I'm going to do is go back to the healthy the healthy forms and balanced sense of self that she mentions here and not ever deal with something like that again that is what is going to like I'm going to come full circle I experienced it one time and that's all that I I need to well besides the parental well besides the person that gave my mom his sperm (laughs) Um, that besides that, um, the romantic, the romantic relationship that I've just dealt with, what will, will be the first and only one that, where I felt, um, a disruption that was too severe. If you catch my drift, if you heard what I, how I read the card and what she meant by that, uh, take a take a moment to sit quietly with the word love. So, love. When I the first thing I think of when I think of love is children. So I have two kiddos in my life, my niece and my nephew. I think of them. Um, the second person I think of is my mom. And then my siblings. And even 
past friends, current friends, exes, they're still, I care, let's just say that, so, and uh, feelings and physical sensations, physical sensations is uh, the verge of tears, that's what, (laughs) that's what love brings up for me, and it's not necessarily sad tears, I feel like it's a mixture of everything, it's a mixture of happy tears, sad tears, remorseful tears, regretful tears, guilty tears, um, joyful tears. That that is the physical sensation that the word love brings up for me. So I'm going to move on to the next card, which is romantic relationships. And this is in the category Relationships for the Therapy Toolkit. Again, by Lynn Martinson, if you guys are just joining. I'm acting like I'm live, but I'm not. So, romantic relationships. Um, So, this card says, The most profound relationship we forge as adults is the romantic one. Pouring as we do, our deep-seated hopes, longings, and fears, consciously or unconsciously, into the potential that is loving fulfillment. We may even perpetuate negative patterns we want to be free from in an unconscious drive to recreate past brokenness and heal old wounds. Think about the relationships you have witnessed and been part of, your parents' relationships, your individual relationships with your mother, father, siblings, and childhood friends. How have they affected how you engage with love, playfulness, intimacy today? Well, I feel like the last card could definitely answer that question, but let me keep going. Bringing this into awareness, along with any current unfulfilling relationships you are involved in, may give you the contrast needed to see and ultimately seek that which you truly long for and need. How can you use your autonomy as an adult to grasp the relationship or relationships you truly want? I love that last question so much. But the the first question, how have... How have they affected how you engage with love, playfulness, intimacy today. So I feel I'll start with the sibling relationship. We are not all tight. I am tight with two out of five of my siblings, and it's pretty sad. We don't all talk or engage or see each other every holiday and things like that. And I think that's just how broken it was. It's not because we've actually done anything to each other or that we hate each other. It's just not embedded in us to just be close siblings and for like my brothers to look out for their sisters and things like that it's just not ingrained in us or in them to do that it doesn't mean that we don't care about each other we don't love each other we just don't see and we don't talk and that that really sucks that really 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 sucks I'm I'm close to two of my siblings at least and I really appreciate them and I love them so that's good for me because I know some people have family that they don't talk to like at all and that that sucks my mom talks to her every single day see her all the time my father I haven't spoken to in a a while how how does this affect how I engage with love playfulness intimacy today uh with I would say with my siblings that I'm close I'm very I'm very playful especially with one of them like that's all we do is play so that's good. And I, and I feel like we learn to, to play to 
to cope with trauma and we learned how to do that a very long time ago like we're always singing we're always dancing and making up songs we've been doing that for such a long time and it's actually very very healing it's funny like laughter is healing it's funny it's we're our own comedians and we still do that so uh when it comes to intimacy i i feel like how does my family affect that in my romantic relationships like i i don't want to be totally vulnerable with someone because they they're gonna feel like it's like too much and I don't want to be too much but then I'm I end up being so not enough that I come off as cold or something so that sucks (laughs) that definitely sucks I'm not one of those women that's like oh you're like you're like of course there's nothing wrong with the independent woman come on like what what universe like it should have never been a problem to be an independent woman but that's not something that I I feel like I'm very emotionally independent and for some people that is worse than being independent independent it because there are women out there of course they have all of their own things and they don't need help with their lifestyle they're living comfortably and things like that but they may be emotionally dependent and a needy person so all of the things that they can get for themselves or do for themselves does not change the way that they were taught to love or anything like that I am emotionally independent person and it comes off as cold and I'm trying to change that so the uh, the last question was how can you use your autonomy as an adult to grasp the relationships you truly want hmm. uh, what I do is when I meet people new people especially I take I'm taking things very very slow I don't care how much I like you. I'm taking it extremely slow. I have to get to know as many things about you as I can. And I hope that you want to get to know me and understand me and not have all these 21 million assumptions. I want us to really, really get to know each other. And if we don't like what we see, we can move on peacefully and respectfully. Um, And I want to be more upfront with if I want you or if I like you or if I think you're cute like I can definitely express that to you that's nothing to me if you're sexy if I want to have sex like oh I can be upfront about those things it doesn't mean that I'm going to um, be with you because I have to have to get to know you that is something that is very important to me because especially now because it's just making the mistake of like diving into things and you don't know a person is like it can literally cost you your life and I just don't want to deal with any of that so this is supposed to be the Valentine's Day edition of the therapy toolkit it did get a little deep I hope you guys were able to you know think about some of these questions rewind and think about it journal it and 
you know, figure it out. I hope you guys are having a good Valentine's night. I hope that you are having some good sex, some good wine, or you're out on vacation, vacation somewhere, or you're able to share love with your your kiddos or your your mom, your dad, your siblings. Love is love, right? So I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day, and I hope you have a great Valentine's night. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of Adina Chats. Peace out. Thank you.